0: Welcome to 100 Ways. This is your daily exploration of self and soul. I'm your host and fellow explorer, Laura Christine. Let's dive in and find our way home. If you've been to India, you'll probably be able to relate to the train scene in the beginning of this episode. If you haven't been to India, you've probably heard similar descriptions of what India can be like, and I find it quite fascinating I hope you do too this is also a little bit of an example or a picture of the different scenes that you might come across not only in India but also when you're following the path that's laid out before you and it's not necessarily um, all figured out before you go which honestly is a delusion none of us have anything figured out that's a whole other episode I could do It's kind of cool when you do take a path that you haven't necessarily mapped out previous to taking it and simply allow yourself to experience what you're experiencing there. And again, listening to that internal voice. Does this feel like home? Inside. Does this feel like duh? Inside. Or is something telling me maybe it's time to get the fuck out of here? Listen to that voice. I'm really glad Ethan did. Because if he hadn't, we may never have heard from him.
1: So I woke up in Katna.
0: Just a really quick correction here. Every time we say Katna, we are mispronouncing the name of the town, which is actually Katara, K A T R A. We say Katna. Sorry, Ethan went to India like five, six years ago. Forgot the name of this town that he didn't even mean to go to in the first place. All right, back to it.
1: Because I fell asleep on the train um, reading. I really like the trains in India. There's just. The lower class trains that aren't all closed in, but you can actually go just fucking hang your whole body out, you know, and like almost get nailed by a tree and pull back in like just at the last moment, and just like the smell on the scenes and the sound of the train running and the sleeper cars where you have to fight for your position on a bunk and then you guard it with your life and then somebody else ends up sleeping in the bunk with you anyway, you know, and just to be able to go to sleep and wake up and you know the train's still going. That's another form of belonging, of like, everybody's in it together. And it's just such a, both sort of lack of dignity and dignity at the same time. The lack of dignity would be trying to use the restrooms, as it were, on the toilet. It's just, I'll spare you the details, but I think I just hovered over the entire bathroom. (laughs) Yeah,
0: every woman listening knows what you're saying. Oh my
1: God, I never have come closer to understanding than in in this moment. So anyway, I fell asleep and I woke up a few stops past where I had been intending to go. I think it was the end of the line. So there was no alternative but to get out and go you know, mm-hmm. go around. And I found this hotel that was uh, very um, pleasant, but also the, there was this kind of this vibe there that led me to lock my door and kind of not interact with the very unpleasant owner there. And then pretty soon go head out onto the streets and not come back. And I ended up just walking a long way and just keep on walking and kept on walking. And then kind of everybody else was starting to sort of be walking in the same direction. And then I came across this very impressive marble gate. And it was very clear that all these people were walking through this gate. And so I said, well, this will be a nice. My plan was just to have, like, a nice little walk, go back, have some dumplings, <laughs> and then go back on the train, you know, because, <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't mean to be here. So I start walking up the hill, and it's like a festival or like this year-round fair. And I keep on walking up and keep on walking, and there are like these booths with all these knick-knacks and paddywacks, and these sort of kind of like religious objects, but not like Buddhist objects. I I guess more like Indian sort of like deities and Hindu sort of, you know, gods and lots of fabrics and stuff and all of these cafeterias. It just was like remarkable remarkable amount of infrastructure here. And I was like, all right, well, keep walking. And I just kept walking, and I was like, wait a second. This is, like, going a long way up. And I couldn't see how high it was going because the mountain above was kind of in the clouds. I got halfway in. I thought I was halfway. And I started to notice that there were hotels and that people would come here on these pilgrimages and spend many days. And so I was just kept on walking. And finally, like... I just felt like I was sort of in a movie or something because I got to the top to the ridgeline and there were all of these very impressive marble buildings everywhere and there were massive throngs of people and all of these people had walked up there and they were all up there and there was clearly not enough time for them to get down before nightfall but I had no idea where I was and I I hadn't spoken to anyone and I just sort of felt very much like I don't know what's even going on here and uh I'm afraid the story doesn't really have a point. It's sort of, uh, <laughs> there's just kind of like no conclusion or resolution other than that I was just absolutely enamored with the, the sunset from up there. Mm-hmm. And then just felt like there were these little kind of spaces on the cliff where there would be like a, a bench that you could just sit and really fall in love with the hike and everything. But then finally, I gathered that. I had to do more climbing and it, this was sort of like late afternoon and i finally made it up to this temple at nightfall and it was very much protected from invaders it had very steep marble walls there was no one around at this point except the temple itself was bustling and full of light and loudspeakers and fences and and i had to kind of sneak in i kind of broke in through the fence and was kind of doing parkour, I was like, how do I penetrate this sort of impenetrable city on a hill that I seem to have found myself at? Because clearly everybody's coming up here. There seems to be some reason I have to figure it out. And I felt like there ought to be some kind of resource or something that I could collect and bring back down, take with me on the train or something. And there was this teacher on the loudspeaker, and it was, like, echoing through the marble walls and all these, like, secret little entranceways. It was very rich. It was sort of resplendent. You know, there was all these very expensive fabrics everywhere, and the doors all looked very expensive. And I just had enough of it. I was like, what is even going on in this terrible <laughs> place that they don't even have a front door, it doesn't seem like? And I just got the heck out of there. I just turned right around, and (laughs) I started walking down again, and night had fallen. And on the way back down, there was another way to go uh, that was beautiful. It was like you'd go through all of these archways, and there were like the roots of these old trees were growing on these arches and sort of filtering down, and there were these plants growing up on the roots, and there was water falling along, and it just felt magical. It's sort of like some parts of Hawaii, sacred and. They're just indomitable, sort of like mother nature. Everywhere is bounteous and there's fruit growing and like you could survive right here in this one spot because everything you need, you know.
0: Yeah, I do know.
1: So that was a really nice thing to encounter on the way down after this uh this marble weird, you know, thing going on. It's probably a cult.
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably I'm glad, I'm glad you didn't get in.
1: I know, I'm glad too. I'd still be there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, five years later, so I I walked down
0: and went back to my
1: room, and then I and then I left Katna the next day.
0: Awesome! And then you went to Varanasi. I'm starting to feel bad that I'm making you wait so long between episodes, but of course everything in between the stories that Ethan is sharing is great as well, including tomorrow, where if you listened to Thursday and Friday's episodes with Jared, you'll know that he. Is diving into his experience at a silent retreat we are going to get into the emotional aspects of calming the mind that went on for jared tomorrow next week we are going to enter the city of varanasi with ethan and if you're not already stoked to hear more from him you will be after i share this this clip you'll at least be curious
1: I don't think they light some new people on fire for the ceremony because it's like a very touristy thing. But like there are definitely people smoldering in the background and stuff.
0: All right. Until we find more out about that. And until next time, we are sending all the love and then some more. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for exploring with me today. I would love to continue this conversation with you. We can do that at laurachristine.us. You'll find contact in the menu or you can go to lauracristineus slash contact and you'll be taken right to it. Let's dive in a little deeper and see how fully we can flow with the duh. Thank you for being here. I would love to hear from you. Go to lauracristine.us to let me know your thoughts on this. And remember, as Rumi said... There are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. Also, you can't fuck it up. I said that.